At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Wednesday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. We've got not one, not two, but three guests on the program today. Of course, Steve Mackin is going to join us here at the end of this uh, bottom half of this hour, our VSIN editor. He's got some news and notes on NASCAR this week as we really turn the page here. I walked into South Point today. Of course, gone racing. There is a literal car in the lobby. And I go, you know that's when NASCAR is back, baby. Like, when you go to work, most people, they don't walk into their workplace and see a NASCAR in the lobby. It's kind of different. I would agree with that. I kind of like it. Yeah. Even are, though, are you excited for this weekend? I am fired up like you can't even imagine. Here's the thing. I'm I just always... trying to control my excitement. Where, where are you going to watch the, the big race at? Uh-huh. I'll be at the race. Will be at the race? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Wyatt? Uh, after I get done with my softball game, I'm calling it UNLV. I'll rush home. You will. Yes. I, I'll you be know, watching it. You know I'm anti going to games, but I will tell you one thing: if you've never been to an IndyCar or a NASCAR race, it's definitely worth going to. Yeah, I've been fortunate because been on the infield for it. Yeah, it's the most amazing thing. Did you ever have when you were a kid like visions of grandeur of if I were to be a professional athlete, this no, is the no. sport I can make it in? I, I like ten years old. I was like, I'm going. I'm going to Harvard Law School. I'm even better than the rest of these shysters out there. I always thought because I got a lot of speeding tickets, I'd be good at NASCAR. I don't know if that's the way it works. Well, you might not know when the ca- what to do when the caution flag comes up. Yeah, I would just go. Just yeah. keep going. I'd be you, a cautionary You'd be perfect tale. for the, uh, the Saturday night short track racing. <laughs> oh, Guys short just track got racing? these beat-up cars that they bought for like 100 bucks. See just... what he did there? Short track racing. Well, that's 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 the I'm not uh-huh. not saying no 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 no. Well, you must well, be this tall to no, ride the ride. No no no. It's one of the greatest lines. I, I had an ex girlfriend of mine say that. At, at oh, my she said that, that too. No no no. I, fuck, <laughs> I'm I'm tall enough to ride all the rides there, Ross. Come on. I was always <laughs> checking the height requirements when I was a kid. <laughs> We're gonna have Steve. We'll talk a little NASCAR with us. Of course, Frank Schwab's gonna join us at the top of hour number two. Get his thoughts on the Super Sunday just passed and. Now we've already turned the page. We mentioned it yesterday. Derek Carr is a free agent. We're going to wait for all the dominoes and the musical chairs in the quarterback world to start dropping here. Derek Carr probably will be the first one. We'll get Frank's thoughts on that and beyond. And, of course, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, will join us in hour number two as we get closer and closer and start thinking about the second season, maybe the futures market, what we've seen now after the trade deadline has come and gone and how he forecasts the second half. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, you know, I heard Charles Barkley talking about Denver. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying them, but they just signed Reggie Jackson. Yeah, and we, we kind of wonder, like, 
all these, you know, John Wall, Reggie Jackson gone, where are they going to end up as these old guards leaving the Clips? Maybe that's their Bones Highland. If that's a lateral move in their eyes, we'll find out how that plays. I'm with you. I'm not sold on Denver. They feel like a really good regular season team. I don't know if they'll be built for the second season, but we will find out, even though it looks like you're looking at potentially a once, twice, thrice MVP right now, yeah, the way the Joker's playing. Well, I would agree with you. I mean, this guy, what's he, second in the league in assist? I, it I mean, feels think like about now that. he's just showing off, right? Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, he has been unbelievable in terms of what he's been able to do. Uh, he just continues to be so impressive. Uh, he's oh, actually, I'm sorry. Now he's tied for third. He's he's dipped down a little bit. But Harden's at 10.8, mm-hmm. Trey Young 10.2, Halliburton and the Joker at 10.1 each. All right. So again, we'll we'll get our thoughts uh, and JVT's thoughts on that market as well. The Nuggets right now, by the way, the second betting favorite to win the West behind the Suns. Suns are plus 230, and there are the uh, the Nuggets at plus 350. Again, even though right now they'd be slated to be the one seed. Uh, it just feels like the betting market isn't necessarily convinced that this is, in fact, the best team out West. I would agree with you, but, you know, the acquisition of Kevin Durant changes things for the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. and how they're able to perform. I'm not convinced, though, that Durant and company are going to be able to just ride right into the NBA Finals. This is an important opportunity for Durant and his legacy, right? This is the guy that won at Golden State, but that was the stacked team. Mm-hmm. So can you do it somewhere else? I mean, he hasn't been able to do it. I mean, he really is one of the greatest scorers in the history of the game. But for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to catapult his team over the top. The weird thing about that is if we go back to those finals when they won two, and Durant was the MVP both times of the finals, right? And people in the Durant camps point to that and go, see, he was better than Steph. He was the best player on the best team. So his legacy, and I go, you know what? Steph has zero ego, zero. Right. So he was happy to, to defer and then go win one when Durant wasn't there. Like that proves Steph's point without Steph making a point. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like he, he could have said, no, 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 I'll, I'll take more of the shine here and I'll go ahead and get one of the, no, it wasn't really that important to Steph. It was about the team. And I'm not saying that Durant's not about team, but I'm talking about in the argument that people have, they go, that proves the Durant. That's the validation for KD, that he wins those MVPs in the finals. And I go, doesn't mean anything to Steph. Well, Andre Iguodala won a finals MVP, so what does that exactly mean? Right? I, exactly. Could ah. Steph have won that one? Absolutely, he could have. But he does not care about the individual awards. I, I always thought the finals MVP, I, obviously it's called the finals MVP, but prior to that, I thought it was a culmination of the entire postseason, like it is in hockey for the Conn Smythe. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's to me, that's the, the way final. it should be. And, and the reason why, that way you don't wind up with an Andre Iguodala winning it. Yeah. You know, in the NBA, they want their stars to shine. And you're better off. Think about this. I, I can't think of too many guys that have won a finals MVP outside of Iguodala that will not be a Hall of Famer. Right, because when Dallas won it, it was Dirk. Dirk, yep. yep. It wasn't Jason Terry, although nope. he did have a really good series. So, again, I, I think that's exactly the point. By the way, as I watched the Chiefs doing their victory parade uh, in Kansas City today, that's why I played Mahomes at plus thirty instead of the Chiefs at plus eight. because I figured if they win, the league will figure out a way to give it to Mahomes. And to your point, did Mahomes have the best game of all the Chiefs? I, you can make a case, but it wasn't like, if you look at defensive side, certainly Nick Bolton could have could have made a case for MVP with his scoop and score. If they'd let the other one stand, yeah, exactly. he might have two touchdowns. I could have changed the equation, but that's what the league does in the NFL. They want their stars to get that award. Well, I thought in the first half, Kelsey should have been the MVP. And then in the second half, I thought it was a combination of Mahomes and Kadarius Tony. Yep. Now, Tony had just the one catch there on the upper, the end zone. I, but I, the punt I, return, the, was, the punt huge. return was huge. Uh, but for me, when I look at this team, uh, you know, you knew Mahomes was going to be it. Disney gets the perfect guy they want to, right? He's got two young kids, perfect mm-hmm. scenario. Hey, where am I going? Disney World. By the way, are you a fan of these parades? Well, I mean, it's great for the cities, right? Like if you're in Kansas City today. Future, future congressman. Right there with that answer. I'll be running for mayor in about 12 years. No, like, but I think it is fun for Kansas City. Like, this is why you do these things. So we get to beat our chest for whatever city we're in and say, you all suck, we're great. And that's what you do in these parades. That's all it is. Right now, again, we were talking about this before the show with Wyatt. If you saw on social media yesterday what happened with Juju Smith-Schuster and A.J. Brown 
on Twitter. Like, this is the whole Philly KC. And then I saw all the responses. This is why everybody hates the Chiefs. And I went, everybody hates the Chiefs? No, everybody hates Juju Smith-Schuster. I, you know, I, exactly. thought, Bra I thought Bradbury exactly. did a great job of owning up to the mistake. I didn't really think it was a penalty. But regardless, I, I, to me, there's no reason, right? Like, this guy's going to be regretting this for the rest of his life. This is not going to be an off-season thing where you forget about it. What was who, the who, who's going to regret James it? Uh, uh, Bradbury. Oh, Bradbury, yeah. yeah right. So, yeah, in case you're not sure what we're re referencing so, here, yesterday, yeah. of course, was Valentine's Day. And I, I believe it was NFL memes that put out the tweet, Wyatt, that yep. said, find someone that will hold you like Bradbury will. Something to that effect, correct? That's I correct, thought, yeah. NFL, they, they posted a bunch of them, and Juju saw it, thought it was funny. And, like, he screenshot it, and he, he reposted it like it. He didn't retweet it, but he posted it like he made it himself. So that's oh, kind of that's the problem. Oh, that's from, what probably caused the confusion. That's it was from NFL memes. Okay, yeah. got it. So they, they have did, some so, of the funniest stuff ever. Right. So, so Juju did not create it, which I thought he that's did. That's what I did. I did too. Okay. So, so again, like to Wyatt's point, I think he put it out there like I did this, but no, NFL memes did it. Now, if he just retweeted that, then that's funny. That's part of the. You're just retweeting what somebody else did. But when you try to make it your own, that's when AJ Brown came in off the top rope with the elbow right down on Juju, basically saying, you wouldn't be in the league if Patrick Mahomes had a, hadn't resuscitated your career. I'm paraphrasing the tweet. And I went, whoa. I don't, well, I don't agree with that. I mean, he basically called them out like, you are nothing more than Patrick Mahomes's whatever Patrick Mahomes wants you to be. Well, that's fair. No, I don't think many people would disagree with that. But, you know, he was close to a 1,000-yard season. He's a decent receiver. He's not great. I, I think he's a decent guy. I just... To me, it's like dude, it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. I, I think there's certain scenarios that are just certain things you don't need to, you know, call people out on. Like that they understand they made the mistake, and you just kind of let it go. I, he's got to live with that for the rest of his career. I, I love the way Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, and everybody addressed everything post game. Hats off uh, to the to those guys for the Eagles. But look. I'll just say this. The last two Super Bowls have been determined by horrific calls mm -hmm. in the last couple of minutes of games. You know, as soon as the penalty was called, it's like the game's over. Oh, you but, knew but it. Butker we, wasn't going to miss that kick. We said it then. We, yeah. Before the play happened, by the way, and I'm all now we're watching the game together, we said third and eight, this is eight yards for a championship. Not the but, touchdown. We were like, you just get eight, you run the clock down, Eagles only had two timeouts. This thing is over if you play uh, the, the, the timeout game correctly, which they did after the holding call. They could see a lot of rookies there at the Westgate not knowing, like, as soon as that holding call happened, and if I had a Chiefs ticket, we were done. I would have gotten in line right there. Well, I wish I had done that with uh, William Hill because I didn't know their app would be down for four more days. I would have gone right then and there and said, cash me out. By the way, that is still ongoing in Nevada. William Hill, there is still nothing there right now. And it's like the old Phil Collins song, no reply at all. No reply. Is anybody listening? I mean, what are they doing, William Hill? We need to have some answers here. Four days later, the app is still down. Got to get my NASCAR bets in. All my money's in there. I wanted, to bet, I wanted to bet some, some Tiger stuff, which we'll talk about in the next segment. But I can't do it on the William Hill account because right now you're still locked out. For whatever reason. So, again, a lot of conspiracy theories going on. Let me just put an end to this very quickly on the whole Twitter gate thing. One of the responses I saw to Juju was, I liked you better when you got your, your bike stolen at training camp. I was like, well, that's a good tweet. That happened to him as a rookie. And then everybody was endeared to Juju. And, his, and like they, they bought him a new bike when well, he was a rookie at SC. By the way, we better talk about Tiger because he won't have time until April because Tiger is only playing one tournament until Augusta. I want you to expand on that. We'll talk more about Tiger next at the Genesis Invitational. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down the brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. So visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today and sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross and Malshaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Tiger Woods will tee it up tomorrow at the Genesis Invitational Open. Now, for those that don't recall, this was Tiger's introduction to the golf world in 1992. Amal, what's the math? 31 years ago? Yes. So 31 years ago, LT Gray, as a kid in high school, teed it up at the Genesis Open. Now, here we are 31 years later. And by the way, and this is not far. It's hop, skip, and a jump for where Tiger grew up. Okay? So that's why that happened way back in the day. And for one of the rare tournaments he's never won, it's this one. He's teed it up 14 times there. He's missed the cut three times. Okay? So that's not for Tiger. That's kind of struggling, which is interesting. So I heard him today, because you know me, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew for this, to see the, the return of the king and see what he's got left in that leg. So I heard him today, Amal, and he said, and again, I'll paraphrase, you know, you guys talking about making the cut. I, <laughs> I'm not here to make the cut. When I tee it up, I'm here to win. Now, if you really think he can win, we'll give you 150 to 1. If you think it's going to be a top five, we'll give you 30 to 1. Not we. But the books will here in Vegas. Bet, G- Bet MGM will give you 12 to 1 if he thinks he's the top 10. How about 5 to 1 or top 20? Now, if you think he's going to, you know, the, on the cut line, if he's going to make the cut, still plus money, plus $1.50. Miss it, minus 210. I did see some shops out there offering WDs. If you think Tiger just can't hack it, he's going to quit and withdraw and not even finish the two days, you can get some really solid plus money on that. What is your take, though, just – on Tiger being back, it, we know that everybody's going to talk about Augusta you know, come April. And that's only a you know, little hop, skip, and jump six weeks ago before, before we get there. Do you think this is Tiger looking at it like, man, let me test my leg and really, yeah, I'm talking about winning, but really I got my eye on that green jacket in six weeks. That's where I really want to tee it up and see if my leg's good enough to compete there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, I said earlier before we went to break, I said he's not going to play for a while. He'll play this one. He's had a longstanding relationship. You mentioned him playing here in 92, going all the way back to that point. Uh, but for me, I think the biggest thing is that the health is a concern. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you look at some of the tournaments upcoming up, uh, or upcoming Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Yep. I think that's one he could actually make he an appearance. It. At, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass, uh, that's another one in Ponte Vedra. So something to pay attention to there. But it just feels like, to me, you're going to see him in very selective opportunities. And by the way, um, got to give it up to the PGA Tour. Some of these tournaments now, holy cow, the money. Well, I mean, where has that come from? 
You know exactly where it's come from. Lib golf? Yes, sir. It's and everybody's come... complaining about it? Yes, sir. I, like, all the hypocrites on social media. Who are these socialists that are golfers that live in Florida for the tax benefits? It, it just cracks Call me them up. out. Every, it cracks me up every time I see that. Oh, the evil live golf. Oh, they've just increased your purses. But, Ten, I mean, it is ridiculous the amount of money now that they're playing for. And, yes, Tiger started all that. And then live golf. And, by the way, there's a, a Netflix documentary coming out in uh, February, this month. I, can't, I don't know exactly. Are you in it? I should be in it. I can't wait to see it because I, I like Brooks Kepka. They got a clip from Brooks and he says, you know, I'm here to step on their necks and they're st- here to step on mine. You know, basically you live your life. I'll live mine. I don't care. Like you can say whatever you want. I do not care. And I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of feel that way about whatever line of work they're in. Who's going to pay me the most. That's where I'm going to go. So you can call it and look at the origins of where the money comes from and, and do all that. You can do all that. But the bottom line is the purses that the PGA Tour are now going to play for have exponentially gone up because of the advent of Live Golf. I was in college. I went to school in Columbus. This is one of my favorite stories of all time of the workplace and just you, know, you talked about going to where you're going to get paid the most. So a friend of ours was working at Nationwide Insurance. And somebody goes, oh, you know, you're lucky you work in nations, Nationwide, great place to work. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, I provide them a service. They provide me compensation. That's the extent of our relationship. The minute that stops, so does my arriving at work. That's and the it's, transaction. It's, it's, it's exactly. And I've kind of always looked at things that way. It's the same situation here. I don't understand why, the, you, Dave, you follow golf a million times closer than I do. I actually think light, golf should be played in lightning storms, make it a lot more oh, interesting. Stop. I mean, to me, you know, sometimes it'll be water piled up in the in the cup. You yeah. might not see the ball rest in there. You know, you, might you, skip you want Caddyshack golf. 100%. Um, <laughs> but I didn't understand this angst and anger towards people that went to the little golf tour and they're saying, oh, it's provided by, you know, Saudis and this and that. I said, wait a minute. This is how you're picking and choosing. You wear Nikes. They're made in sweatshops. Mm-hmm. You you support other things. Give me a break. This is where you're drawing the line in the sand. Are you kidding me? Every player from there should have gone there. Look, you and I do not differ on that when it comes to what we're going to be holier than thou about, right? And so we're picking it in golf. And look, if you want, to, if that's the hill you want to die on, go for it. I have no problem. And I, I understand why some people th- th- would be affected by it, and maybe they feel a certain way about the Saudi government. I understand that argument. I really do. But these are golfers. And like I heard Scotty Scheffler, he was asked today about the champions dinner. Now yeah. he's, he wanted Augusta last year and he's got to provide the dinner and those live golfers will be there. I E Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, guys that have won the green jacket that are going to be Brooks Kepka. Uh, Brooks. He has not won at Augusta. Yet. Those guys that have already won at Augusta, they will be there. And so he's like, look, I just hope that we can basically all get along for one night. And Tiger said, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, there's going to be things that have been said, but let's hope we can all put it to bed for one night for that dinner. Golf is going to have to figure out a way to coexist. That's the bottom line. It's going to happen. You know, it's not like the USFL back in the 80s where they ever going to merge with the NFL, but the NFL had to deal with that. Now they eventually put them out of business. Can the PGA Tour do that to live golf? Only time would tell. I think it's going to be more of a merger versus like the ABA with the NBA back in the day. You figure out a way to acquiesce and or one is going to eat the other. Something like that's going to happen in the world of golf. But they haven't been challenged forever. Correct. And now that first challenge has come. Let's see how they deal with it. You bring up a great point, Sam, a real issue in tennis. You know, if you're not in the top 100, you can't even make a living playing tennis. And ATP and WTA need kind of the same jolt. And I'm glad this is happening with the PGA Tour. You see these purses. I mean, Phoenix. Granted, it's the biggest golf tournament of the year, right? 700,000 people. That got jacked up. 20 million. Wells Fargo (laughs) is going to have 20 million. Honda Classic is pretty big. I mean, these are all monster. Genesis is, I think, 20 or 25 million. It's insane in terms of the purses. The only person anyone should have a beef with is with Patrick Reed. Well, he's, again, that has nothing to do with live golf. That has nothing to do with Patrick Reed. My my point being is he's suing Rory and, and, you know, among other players. Those are the only people that you should have an issue with. I don't get if your friend, like, say tomorrow you say, hey, listen, we work for DraftKings and you're going to go take a job elsewhere at another competitor. I wouldn't be upset. I'd be happy for you as a friend of yours. Hey, Dave's making more money. Good for him. Hope, you know, hope things are better wherever he goes. I, I don't understand this angst to me i'd be happy first of all now you got a chance to make more money on your own because there's less competition look exactly i tell you right now the aussies ball and cam smith i mean i i mean this guy is going to be a force for the next decade you know he's gone you look at some of these other guys my i just don't understand i i think it's other sports like in baseball football basketball hockey 
Guys don't get mad when players hold out. They understand. They're, like, trying to get their money. You would know this much better than I, but I did hear that apparently soccer, international soccer, tried to do almost like a live golf-style event or league that I never got off the ground. But there were talks of, like, taking the Manchester, the Man U's, Correct. right, and, yes. and create their own uh, elite league. Absolutely. It was kind of like a super league that they wanted to create, similar to what you see in Champions League, but it would be the power brokers right. in soccer. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, Man City, uh, Munich, all, all PSG, all those types of teams. And I got to tell you, it would be a real jolt to UEFA because you're losing out on the biggest clubs in the world. I, look, competition's good in most, most places, and I understand why the PGA Tour wants to protect their turf. I do. I get it. But you do have... Another tour knocking on the door. So how they answer that door is going to be very, very interesting. I think eventually they're going to have to sit down at the big table and talk this thing out. Back to Tiger for a second here. Again, I mentioned 150 to 1. There's no way I could play 150 to 1 for him to win this week. I don't see that happening. And I know Tiger says, I don't play to make cuts. I play to win. I get the mentality of it. But the realistic part of it, all is we haven't seen Tiger again on this new leg in over a year. It is still remarkable if you go back a year ago to him playing and making cuts in majors in a couple of like that still astounds me he was able to do that would you think now that we really haven't seen him that his legs got to be better right just by time sure. and by the doctors and the best doctors in the world helping him get ready for this event you know i have last time i golf was 2006 i used to golf fairly <laughs> regularly up until then and I, I can't even recall in terms of certain parts of your body are, are going to be they need to be in better shape to yep. be able to be, be effective. And I, I'm just not sure in terms of how much of an effect you're a golfer it would have in terms of his legs. So I, I really can't speak to that, but you would think so just simply over With time. time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. By the way, I, I might take a nibble at making the cut, but the weather in LA looks rough, looks cold in LA. It's Who cold knows? here. We're back with Steve Mackin and talk some NASCAR next here on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you. So check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. So the Super Bowl of NASCAR is coming up this weekend, the Daytona 500. Do you, do you like that if you're a sport, you put your biggest event out first? Like we say, hey, we're going to hit the ground running. Welcome back to the NASCAR season. Boom. Daytona 500 coming right at you. You know, I think it's a great thing. I'll tell you one thing. So Daytona's in Volusia County in Florida. What county? Volusia County. Volusia? Yeah. And uh, you go 70 miles north or south of there. You go into the neighboring counties like Brevard. And I forgot what's north of Volusia. You can't get a hotel room for 70 to 100 miles in that wow. area. It, it is so jammed. The number of people that come into Daytona for this. I, you know how I know it's a huge event? I, I, I lived in Miami. I, I have friends down there still. A few of them have gone up for this event. They wouldn't know NASCAR from hockey. But it's just one of those things you go to because it's such a big event. Yeah, and I remember even in high school and did the spring break thing. We went down to Daytona. Mm -hmm. And, like, you see in the grass, they cut, like, Daytona 500. It's, it just feels bigger. And this is their Super Bowl in NASCAR. Let's bring in our VCN editor, Steve Mackin. Now you can follow him on Twitter as I do, at Steve Mackin. And, Steve, I know we're going to talk college basketball as well. But when you do have the Daytona 500, again – People are just turning the page from the, Super, from the Super Bowl, and now they get the Super Bowl of NASCAR here on a Sunday. What have they missed out on? What have you already gleaned? And certainly, if you're a Visa Pro subscriber, you have access to all your data uh, for the Super Bowl NASCAR this Sunday. What should the layman pick up before they wager on the Daytona 500? Well, I tell you what, what I would start with is what you sort of what you guys just talked about, about how it's the biggest race and it's the first race. Now, the Daytona 500 could not serve as a championship race, if you will, as the last week of the season because of the chaos that actually happens at this race. It's big. You win a lot of money, all that stuff. But 
the, the best guy rarely wins mm. in this uh, type of event because of uh, the, uh, the plenty of crashes. They're, they're drafting so close together. It just adds to the chances of guy not finishing a race, and you don't want to see that happen in what would be a championship race. So very quickly, Steve, to your point there, it sounds like, like when I handicap the golf majors, right, normally the cream rises to the top in a golf major. But for this one, because of, as you mentioned, the chaotic finishes, it's not necessarily a smart move to bet the chalk? Yeah, in fact, if I what I do during the course of the season, I have what I call handicapability grades for each of the tracks. They go from A to F. I have one track that gets an F grade, and it's the Daytona International Speedway. So it's just so chaotic at these races. You, you, they're famous for what they call the big one, where all, there's a bunch of cars crashing on one uh, one particular accident, you, you eliminate a lot of the favorites. It, it happens every year, unmistakably. So it's a good, this is a good, if not a great race to uh, try to maybe find some long shots that can hit. Yeah, don't be waiting on the invitation from the Daytona Motor Speedway, uh, Steve. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm yeah. going to tell you this, though. I, I love I love the action at Daytona. I've been to the summer race at Daytona several times. Uh, there's there's not much better in the world of spectator sports that you can see than that. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, you mentioned some long shots. Who are some people maybe people could keep an eye out for? I think a lot of people with a lot of sports right now, whether it be college basketball, NBA, NHL, NASCAR as well, may not be as engaged simply because we just ended the Super Bowl on Sunday. So this might be a little bit of a jumping off point. They're getting involved to it. Now, some of the hardcore people are obviously following it very closely, but maybe give us some names that could benefit people out there for this weekend. Okay, so if you think along the lines of what, what's happened the last two years in the Daytona 500, I mean, Michael McDowell two years ago won at 100 to 1. Wow. Ooh. Austin Sindrick was, I believe, like 30 or 32 to 1 last year, something like that. So that's the type, and he was a rookie. So if you're looking at maybe some guys that I, I kind of feel, I, I pulled these out in, in my article this week, uh, some of the top underdogs I was expecting. Brad Keselowski, you, he, you wouldn't really think of him as an underdog, but he is he is a good drafting racer. And he uh, he's part of a smaller team. He, he sort of struggled last year, but this is the type of track he does pretty well at. He's at 18-1. I love the way Christopher Bell finished the season last year. He had a lot of momentum going at the end of the season. He's 25 to one. Eric Jones, uh, very well known for his uh, ability to stay up front at these tracks, 30 to one. So there's three guys I kind of have in mind. Uh, maybe uh, I'd like to see how they perform in the dual races and in their practice and qualifying before I jump on them. But uh, those are three that come to mind right off the bat. Absolutely love that, Steve. And again, very quickly, when I see, you know, again, going back to the golf analogy, Sometimes there's some golfers in there that, yes, of course you'd like to win. Who wouldn't want to win the, the, the Daytona 500? But I see the top five market. Are the racers out there that are younger in the sport that go, man, a top five finish, that's pretty good, so I might not want to potentially get in an accident late and ruin that positioning? Could they almost settle for a top five in that market? Absolutely. I think of a guy like Justin Haley. He's been very good at these plate or what used to be plate tracks. He's going to have real long odds, but in, rather than maybe thinking he can win, maybe he's good at avoiding the trouble and he's in, in a position to put himself in a top five or top three at the end, uh, a guy you wouldn't expect. Hey, Steve, uh, Wyatt, first time talking to you. Uh, long time listener. Long time listener. There you go. Uh, I'm a big NASCAR better as well. You know, you look at this race, you know, we talk about it. It's really all 40 drivers really have an opportunity to win. You look at the at the top of the board. You'll never get odds with like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, like twelve to one. Any of those guys that uh, that pique your interest there? Yeah, you know who I think may be due for a, a type of win on the Daytona 500 is Kyle Larson. Uh, he was the absolute overwhelming favorite last season to uh, win win the championship. He, he he didn't even make the final four in, in at Phoenix last year. I think he's got something to prove. He's got a bounce back season coming here. And what better way to start that than the Daytona 500? Absolutely love it. And uh, Steve, I did with the time remaining, I did want to talk about college basketball a little bit because I know you also have uh, a lot of good nuggets out there right now for recent pro subscribers. And you're looking at road performances and basically forecasting their tournament uh, projections here. Can you tell the people what you did this week on that? Well, I, I analyzed college basketball road uh, performances for all the teams this year in a variety of factors. How they how they do overall, uh, how they do against better teams, how they've done recently, 
how they do as compared to how they do at home. And uh, there's some pretty interesting results here because you have to believe that if you're going to be a contending team for making a run at a a tournament title this year, you have to be good on the road and you have to be good at beating good teams on the road. You know, that's interesting, Amal, because I I was just looking like yesterday in the Big 12. We had uh, some great games out there. Some of these teams are great at home and terrible on the road. So to Steve's point, you got to be able on neutral courts coming up for the tournaments You'd be able to play away from where you just play well at, which is generally at home. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I would argue that teams at home get so many more calls. Mm. It's so tough. I mean, perfect example. If Coach K were still on the bench at Duke, they get that call at Virginia. Ooh. It was John Shire, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? We'll let <laughs> UVA get this one. I mean, I, I got to give Virginia credit. If you're going to foul somebody, you got to go full open hand slap. And they did that, and they didn't <laughs> even get the call. So, to me, I don't criticize teams for losing on the road. I, I think, you know, last night, Kansas State losing to Oklahoma. Oklahoma got absolutely boat raced by KU on Saturday. They had a nice win there. Um, last night, Oklahoma State struggles with turnovers mm-hmm. at home. But I, it's going to come down to can you play well in those five? I always say five games because the, the sixth game usually is like a bye if you're a, a one, two, or a three seed in the first round. Steve, to to that point, what did you find that maybe visiting or road teams that you think might be able to to transfer this equation over once we get to tournament time? Okay, so I the way I really did this is I figured it out by what I call my effective strength, how much they're outplaying their opponents by on the road. So I used that as sort of a power rating. I didn't take all their they got the best record, the best point spread record as much. Uh, what I believe is, is how well a team plays on the road is defined numerically like that or quantitatively. So I, I, what I sort of believe at this point is we've got about four or five teams that really excelled on the road. They probably include Houston in that argument, hmm. Purdue, uh, Connecticut. Uh, Kansas is definitely another one. Uh, Kansas has played uh, 11 games against what I – uh, have dubbed me my top 60 teams so uh, on the road. So that's a lot of good, hard, uh, tough road experience. So uh, that's a real benefit there. Now, interesting point for tonight's game. There's been a lot made that Alabama's not what they are at home. But if you look at how good they've been on the road, they equate to about an 88 power rating. That's a very good number on my scale. They've just been a 98 type of power rating team at home. So they're still good. They're just not as good as they've been at home. They have their best road win of the season, winning at Houston. Yeah, and now they got another test tonight uh, against Tennessee. Steve, appreciate it. And again, we didn't even ask you about the four-day darkness trip for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we'll get to that next week. (laughs) He's coming out of the darkness soon. (laughs) There he is, everybody. Steve Mackinac does a great job here at the network. Check him out at Steve Mackinac on Twitter. Come on back. Let's talk some more college basketball next right here on Big Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Sports fans, you can dry your eyes. Yes, we know football season is over, but Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Saturday hockey, same game, parlay, bet and get, weekly pro basketball bet and gets, and much more. So check out betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app. It is a whole new ball game. I'm all Shaw, Dave Ross here at South Point Casino and Hotel. We're watching this uh, Super Sunday victory celebration for the Chiefs in Kansas City. You made a good point during the break. No disrespect to the fine people in the city of Brotherly Shove. But the league kind of got lucky, right? That it is in KC, very, very docile, very nice. Very Philadelphia, things could get a little bit out of control. A little bit? <laughs> now, and look, Philadelphia, I know you're bitter. Right, Phillies didn't win the World Series. Eagles don't win the Super Bowl. You lost the MLS Cup. You lose the MLS. Right, so you're not a city of losers. We're not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. We're just saying you've come up short. Now, we've seen how you've reacted in some of the situations where you come up short. What would it be if you actually won? What would this look like in Philadelphia today? Because, again, Kansas City looks like very, very fun. Uh, People are just having a good time, right? Patty Mahomes got his goggles on. I'm sure he's had a couple. But I just wonder what this looks like in Philadelphia. Well, don't they have to grease the poles because people climb it so much? Yep. Like yeah, that's, absolutely. That's a, that's a t- uh, warning sign right then and there. If the you, police you, are greasing the poles. I, I think, though, why people get annoyed a little bit with Philly fans is there's been 57 Super Bowls. Eagles fans have won one. Once. You'd think they would have won about 43 of them based on the way they act. True. And by the way, I mean, they have a st- Bud Light made a statue to Nick Foles. I mean, that, that's there. I still believe it's there. Like, the Rocky statue, which is, to me, I mean, that symbolizes Philadelphia. A fictitious movie. <laughs> but, but, but that is like, like you know, you go to Philly, you run the Rocky steps, right? I mean, that's not real life. I love it. I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy it. But still, it's the statue of a uh, character. It's not an actual person. Well, listen, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of historical figures they could have used that are... Uh, From Philly? Yeah. Like who? Ben Franklin. Well, they got one of him. Don't they fly in a kite somewhere? Yeah. Sure they do. So let's get back to college basketball. We were talking about it with Steve Mackin in, in the last segment. We were talking about Alabama against Tennessee. And Steve's kind of power rating, rate, ratings, he's looking at teams that travel well. And maybe some teams you can understand... And maybe some you go, really? Like UConn is up there in his ratings there? Maybe that translates once we get to the NCAA tournament. But what about Bama tonight? They are getting three against Tennessee. So I know this is one of those situations where people want to, to uh, bank on the favored team at home against the higher-ranked team. And obviously Alabama being an elite, elite team this year in college basketball, that's going to be the case when you're number one in the country and Tennessee is number 10. Is this fool's gold if you're biting on Bama plus the three? No, I don't think so. I think you can go either way on this one. I just expect if Tennessee's winning this game late, I expect the chant to be similar to, uh, you know, just like football. Oh, That's wow. one of the chants you always hear anytime a team has an opportunity. But huge rivalry on the third Saturday in October. This is going to be great, though, tonight. I-, I can't wait for this one. This feels like a Big 12 matchup. Two great teams going at it. Uh, Bama's got an opportunity to really – push Tennessee out of any possibility of winning the SEC regular season crown. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to get there. It's more A&M that's on their heels when you look at it from an SEC uh, regular season title standpoint. Eight and four is Tennessee. Alabama 12 and oh so far in league play. Wow. Very impressive, especially when you look at how good the SEC has been. And you look at the remainder of the schedule. It just works out this way. This is fantastic. Georgia at South Carolina. They'll get a win. 
Arkansas, they should win at home. Auburn, uh, they should win. And then they close out in College Station against A&M. That could be for the SEC regular season title, depending on how well A&M fares the rest of the way. But A&M doesn't have the margin. They're going to need Alabama to drop this game tonight because if they don't, I don't believe they're going to have a shot to win this league. I think they'll be undefeated going into the A&M game. So good opportunity here. Uh, challenging schedule down the stretch at Missouri, at Mississippi State, at, at Ole Miss for A&M. So uh, big opportunity for this team here. If you haven't seen Brandon Miller play, watch him if you're an NBA fan. This guy's going to be the third pick in the draft Whoa. behind, um, you know, uh, Henderson. And who's the kid out of France? Uh, oh, Webin yeah. Yama. Yeah. Thank, uh, he, Webin gonna Yama's be... going to be one. Yep. Scoot Henderson probably two. And then uh, Brandon Miller three. He is outstanding, can shoot the ball very well. If you're Tennessee, you got to take advantage of your size. Um, Santiago Vescovi's got to play well tonight. Man, I want to take Tennessee here, but I just can't do it. Santiago was a substandard Marine. Uh, when, when I, if he you're was a substandard free throw shooter the other day, even though it was a lane violation against Missouri. If you're Tennessee fans, okay, let me give them some advice tonight. And you want to be a smart fan base. Mm -hmm. If you're losing this game late and Bama's dribbling out the ball to dribble out the clock, right? What should their champ be? I have no idea. S-E-C. S-E-C. Uh, don't even get me right, started like, on that. No, 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 no. You Just know like, you beat us, but we're still like, it, we're going to support our own. It's funny you say that. That chant, I don't hear much from Bama because they've been the kings of college football, it. right? Georgia, you hear it a little bit. And you, God, dude, I'm depressed right now. <laughs> I just started thinking about the Buckeyes punting on fourth and one. Oh, stop. I, you know what? Listen, I don't dislike Georgia. I, I Alabama and Georgia, I don't dislike. It's usually like people are like, oh, you hate Duke. I don't hate Duke. I hate the rat. Coach K, the rodent. I can't stand him. I got no problem. I hope John Shire makes the tournament. I hope he wins 10 national titles. I got nothing against him. But to me, what drives me nuts, it's the Tennessees. You haven't been relevant in two decades. Woo. It's these other programs, Auburn and all these other programs that want to chant SEC. Dude, you do nothing. Your league is nothing without Bama and Georgia in basketball and football and without Big Blue in basketball. They're the ones that always chant SEC. Let me tell you, when Kentucky's making a Final Four, they're not chanting SEC. They're like, we are the best program in the SEC. We have been forever. They don't need to chant that. I just, you know, if you're a Tennessee fan and you're getting worked late, just keep that in the back of your mind. I was, think it'd be very funny. Was so, I, Ma, you don't like the uh, – it's usually the chant in the Music City Bowl when they're beating Iowa. For that's the exactly oh, right. Yeah, He's so right that's about good. that, too. That's a great call. <laughs> educated fan base. You're beating the worst coach who's stealing more money, whose son is stealing money, had to take a $50,000 pay cut because his offense is so inept. Can you average 24 points a game? In Columbus and Alabama, they'd say, can you average 24 points a game in the first half? Losers in Iowa City with the Ferences. By the way, worst clock management in the history of college football. Watch the end of the LSU-Iowa game. Drew Tate bailed out the moron that is Kirk Ferentz. But you know what I love? That's at least one less team that's going to beat Ohio State because they're so dumb that they keep that idiot around. Moving on to the Big East. <laughs> in, <laughs> in other news, great. Xavier, great game last night in the Big East. Oh my goodness. Xavier against Marquette. Now, again, you know I have an affinity for Shaka. Yes. Because that's my guy from VCU. My alma mater took us to the Final Four. Shaka left Texas and said, you know what? I, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. He, he... Okay, if you want to be technical, he left. He left let's, on his own let, admission. Let's put it this way. If somebody is shooting at you and you run away, I don't call that leaving. I, <laughs> I call that being chased away. You think he was going to get run out of Austin? 100%. You know what I didn't understand? At VCU, they pressed everybody. Yeah. Why did he never do that at Texas? Don't get it. That's the, the way, whole shock of defense, right? It's going to be that Nolan Richardson kind of 40 minutes of hell technique. I love that style. So you look at Marquette against Xavier tonight, and this should be a really good one. I look at five and a half uh, at home, and I get it. It feels a little, a little hefty to me. I would agree with you. Right? That kind of my lean here is to the X-Men, but you are the expert here, so tell me if my lean feels like the right side. Well, you know – the one thing that concerns me with X right now is Zach Fremantle's been out, and that's that's a concern. And Sule Boom's got a game-time decision on an ankle. Mm -hmm. Probably the best closer in terms of free-throw shooting of almost anybody in the Big East late-game situations. He's tremendous in terms of what he does. I think he's 87 or 88% during the regular game as a whole, but just in terms of late-game situations, he's unbelievable. This Marquette team has been tremendous all year. They've got one home loss. They've been dominant. We saw them down, double digits against UConn, come back and win. Yep. They have played really, really well, quietly. I think they're the quietest top 12 team in college basketball. They can really score. This should be a high-scoring game. We see a total of 161. Won't get involved in that one, but 
Dave, I tend to agree with you, and this is why I'm going to wait, and I'm going to play X in-game because I think there will be an opportunity at some point in time to get an 8.5 or a 9.5. Give me X and give me Sean Miller's team getting that many points. Jack Nungy's going to have to play well tonight. Jones is going to have to play well on the road. This is going to be a tough, tough game in the Big East. I- I'm telling you, I cannot wait for the Big 12 tournament and the Big East tournament this mm. year. These are going to be fantastic conference tournaments. You've got really good teams up and down these leagues. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, the Alabama-Tennessee game is by far the best game of the night, in my opinion. Um, but this is a close second. I was going to say, this one hopefully won't get you riled up, but I got a lot of family in, in Milwaukee or big oh. Marquette fans. What do you think of their chances to win the NCAA tournament? I don't know if they can win it. Uh, my buddy Rick uh, Pavia, he's a, he's a Marquette guy, went to school there, so I know he's pulling for his Warriors. But I think they're a dangerous team because they can really score the basketball. You know, your question's really good in this sense. I love teams that can score. When you got to beat people just playing defense and basically how Virginia did it, they had great shooters when they won with Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, and DeAndre Hunter on that team. But unless you've got those kinds of guys, Dave, I think it's really tough. Well, I love teams that can really score the basketball, and both of these teams can do that. Baxter, is that you? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. We're back with Frank Schwab next, talking NFL here on Big Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.